0: It is the ultimate buyer's guide for luxury gadgets and creative gifts. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today I am joined with Antonia St. Dunbar, the co-founder and creator of the Antonia St. New York. Antonia, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: So, Antonia, you are the co founder, creator of multiple companies. What is the backstory here?
1: Yeah, so the backstory, I think we would have to start with looking at the world through the eyes of um, being my father's daughter, really. He was an industrial designer, worked for GM, a chief of design for 30 years, and he was always pointing out design flaws. Um, to me like this chair doesn't work so well or look at how that bottle could have been designed differently he even taught in his retirement a um, industrial design class at center for creative studies in detroit so i just had this kind of perspective that was unique and so back in 2010 when uh, two co-founders of my company other people might know of it's called thinks we actually make a period proof underwear for women when we were up late at night talking about how women's underwear sucked and the problems that we faced there it was my father's dna that turned alive inside of me and i was just like you're right it does suck and how could we make it better and somehow i just took the lead on creating uh that product from the seat of the idea that my co-founders had presented me with a stain resistant underwear was the idea and then I just built around that and um, made a product that was antimicrobial and moisture wicking and leak proof where we needed it and absorbent where we needed it. And now that product's selling all around the world. Well, fast forward now to 2014, I was wearing a pair of shoes that were the only pair in my closet, cute enough and comfortable enough to get me through day and night. And I had like 60 pairs of shoes that I loved that were beautiful but made me feel pain. And I, again, had that spark of DNA come alive inside of me. And I was like, this has to be done differently. There's got to be a better way. And I remember it was when I was walking to the Fink's headquarters, which is all the way on the west side of the city in New York City, wearing this one pair of shoes. And I thought to myself, there's technology in sneakers that makes them comfortable. Why can't we put that same kind of technology or riff on it a little bit and put it into a woman's classic high heel or a classic flat? And so that's when the idea was born for Antonia State, New York. I named it after um, actually my grandmother Antonia and my great-grandmother Santa Cassessa, both immigrants from Italy. And it is my first and middle name. But um, I created over the last two years a comfortable and beautiful high heel and flat that has hidden technology on the inside called a soft surround system that cushions and supports your foot. And it's now live on Kickstarter. Um, We're halfway through the campaign. And it's doing incredibly well. We just surpassed this weekend a $550,000 um, you know, goal. And it's selling. We're seeing uh, people are backing us from around the world, places like Singapore and Australia and other places. So that brings us to today uh, and Kickstarter again. I've done Kickstarter now. This is my second time. I did things on Kickstarter 2013. And here I am now, 2017, with Antonio State, New York.
0: Well, the campaign is doing extremely well, as you mentioned, crossed over not only a half a million, but trending towards a million. We've got thousands of backers for this campaign, as you mentioned, from all around the world. What was the process in terms of going about creating these shoes? What was the process from start to finish, or at least till launch day?
1: Yeah. So it was finding the right team in the beginning to help me bring this concept to life. I myself started with sketching out the concept and identifying how I wanted shoes to be different and how I wanted them to feel on my foot and areas that were pressure points for me, building in technology to actually make those points cushioned and supported. And then I took that idea and found a few shoemakers here in New York, uh, actually uh, affiliated with the Brooklyn Shoe Space in Brooklyn. And had them start making our first prototypes. And once I did that, I brought the prototypes and our first insert, you know, design, and upper design for the soft system to a leading podiatrist here in New York City on the Upper East Side, Dr. Suzanne Levine at the Institute Bute. And she further consulted with me to identify most of the other major pain points that people face with their footwear. And so we finalized the soft serum system, and I am in the process of patenting it right now. It's patent pending. And we found a production partner, Otavo, based in Minnesota, that has factory networks throughout the world. And they are bringing our product to life. And we have the final prototypes with them now. And with the support of Kickstarter, we are able to meet our minimum order quantities to get the first sets of shoes made and so our first style is a pointed toe which is classically and traditionally a bit of a problem style but much beloved and we've taken that on and we're doing a pointed toe flat and a pointed toe heel the heel stands at about 3.5 inches but feels much much shorter because of the insert design and overall technology and um, i have a great team also here in new york we're based in Long Island City. The offices are in Long Island City, just, just north of Brooklyn. And it's eight of us strong. Uh, my co-founder is uh, also the, he was the first angel investor in thinks believed in the dream way before it was anything. And he's my co-founder in this business. Uh, he was also our interim CFO for Thinks, And now he's our CFO here and also operations and does everything necessary. And he's also my husband. <laughs> So we have this company together and um, it takes a team. It really takes a team to bring this
0: uh, bring this whole
1: dream to life. It's never just one person.
0: Certainly. So you had mentioned you'd done another campaign back in 2013. How did preparations for this campaign differ than that one? What were some of the lessons you've learned?
1: Right. So it's an incredibly different experience <laughs> this time through uh, for the shoe company. With Thinks, that was my first Kickstarter and my first company. I was so green. I really just had such a steep learning curve. But I was the co-founder that was in the Kickstarter. I I wrote the Kickstarter page. I did all the customer service. I interacted personally with everybody and um, managed the full campaign from start to finish. Nine months later, actually, from when the campaign ended to deliver everybody their product. So I really, really was very involved. And again, I'm again, very involved. I wrote the Kickstarter page here again for the shoe company. And I'm doing all the customer service again, because I know the product so well, and I know how to answer everyone um, in the best way. But we are creating a guidebook for customer service that our team can help craft and choose the right answers to get back to people with because it is isn't all full-time job. I mean, uh, back in 2013, and here I'm. I'm on the email from early in the morning till midnight, just writing people back. Uh, and that's what it takes. Facebook has grown. I'm finding since 2013, there's a community that already has popped up there because this time, unlike the first time, I actually have a marketing plan in place. So we have Facebook ads, and we have Instagram presence, and. We're already communicating with people in the global sphere beyond just Kickstarter. And I didn't do that with Thinks. Um, Another difference is uh, just just, just the the management of the campaign in general. It's great to have marketing support and so important from the very beginning because for, for Thinks, it took us a full 40 days to get to $65,000 that we raised. We raised that amount of money for the shoe company within the first 72 hours. So it's just been, you know, astronomically different um, by being able to beat the drum and let people know that you exist and get the attention to the campaign early on. So it's been an amazing journey this time around where it hasn't been like calling friends and family. Like, please get some underwear <laughs> and tell your friends and family about it. It's really been, yes, doing that, but opening it up to the worldwide stage from the very beginning. And it's been it's been really incredible to see.
0: Yeah, I know our team has truly enjoyed working with you guys on this campaign as well. On your oh, side, what's yeah. what's been the biggest challenge so far that you've encountered with this campaign?
1: The biggest challenge so far with this campaign is, um, okay, well... One thing that's definitely something that we're solving that other shoe companies are not doing, there's a lot of things actually our our company's doing that's different. One of the things we're doing is that we are enabling people the ability to give us their measurements so that we can choose and also custom make as needed a pair of shoes that are actually going to fit you. And we found through our research and also um, just studying the marketplace that People are about there's about sixty percent of us that have two different sized feet, yet every shoe company makes you order one size for yourself, or you have to buy two pairs of sho- you know, two sets of shoes to get the right fit. So, for instance, for me, I'm a size eight in my left and a seven and a half in my right. So my right shoe will always be falling off, or you know, will be just perfect, and then it'll be that my 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 lefts that'll be too tight, biting into me, giving me blisters and all that. So. That's 60% of the population that has that issue. So we actually have an ability to give people the better fits. So we're also doing this through custom fitting. So to c- complete that thought, sorry, we are allowing people to order a separate size for each shoe, uh, for each foot. So we have a split shoe box where you can order that seven and a half and that eight as you need and it comes to you as a complete set. But we're going a step further. We're offering the ability to do custom fitting. So right now, behind the scenes, is we have a fit that we've been putting together and we're going to be sending out to everybody. We're going to be taking people's measurements, but the biggest challenge we're seeing is that people's feet really are so unique and people have come out of the woodwork and they're sharing with us very personal stories about how they have a bunion, which is a bump on their right foot, but not on their left. And is it possible to really tailor those shoes differently? And they have a high arch in one foot, a collapsed arch in the other. They've got an issue where the swelling of the foot happens in just one leg and not in the other. Like it's really amazing what people are faced with and people don't talk about their feet. They don't, you know, really show their feet. If they're embarrassed by their feet, they've succumbed to just wearing orthotics or sneakers all day long. And our shoe differentiator does look classic on the outside, but because of our technology, it's not a hard dress shoe on the inside. It actually feels like a sneaker on the inside. When we've product tested our shoes, people have actually told us, our wearers have said spontaneously without being prompted at all, oh my God, these feel completely unlike any dress shoe. They feel like a sneaker on the inside. So our challenge is really just behind the scenes that people aren't seeing is the organization that goes into categorizing people, getting the custom fit process set where we're going to be able to tailor on a production standpoint, you know, smaller batches for people and really get this custom fitting down. We did found in 2016 the Brooklyn Shoe Factory, uh, based here in Brooklyn, as a partnership with two of those uh, shoemakers I mentioned before uh, over at the Brooklyn Shoe Space. We have a facility now that is doing productions ever since we started for independent labels and bag makers and wallet makers, and but primarily shoemakers. And uh, it's also... Um, A space that you can come and make your own products, but we produce for you. But we also set it up to be able to do the custom fit orders for the Antonio State New York brand. So we're basically, you know, getting ready and getting those systems in place. So people aren't seeing what's going on behind the scenes, but that is a huge piece. And it's definitely a challenge. This is why manufacturers haven't, for so long, you know, done customization, because it requires operational finesse. (laughs) and production know-how and we're grateful that we have an incredible team that does have 30 years of production experience behind them and we're tapping into all the expertise to make it a seamless process for our for our kickstarter backers so you know really any any difficulties we reach on our end we're communicating to the backer community that we are growing day by day and i know that they're in it to win it with us and we are providing quite a personalized customized experience. And we're breaking the mold of how things have been done in the past. So I'm so grateful to the Kickstarter community for knowing that they're part of building a company and that we're breaking new ground together. And it is a process. You know, I, I'm not done, you know, with a few speed, you know, road buffs along the way, but um, we're going to do it. We're committed to it. So the challenge is, is worth it.
0: It seems it. I mean, obviously, the communication that you're having with your backers and getting all this insight into their pain points or pressure points, if you will. Right. You know, I know you're communicating with them effectively and getting their feedback. And you did a live stream last week. Talk a little bit about that experience in terms of actually communicating on video with your campaigners and backers.
1: Yeah, that was really great. I love that's another difference that uh, between 2013 and, and now is you do have that ability to have a live stream presentation with your backers and with people that haven't joined you. I mean, I even hear that press tunes in just to check you out and see who you are as a a company and what you're doing. So we had a, from what I understand, an incredible turnout. Normally you have like 40 people tune in, but we had over 200. And the last I checked this morning to see how many people had actually viewed it was over a thousand people that viewed it. So the title of the campaign was Product Demo and How the Shoe Industry is a Racket. <laughs> I titled it that because, you know, yes, people want to see a demo of the shoes. We definitely did that. We showed how our shoes are different. but We also showed how the shoe industry and what, they're, what products they're making us are really cutting corners and not providing us with the solutions we really need or want. And I demonstrated how you have this multi-billion dollar industry of orthotics and inserts and tapes and cushions and all these things that you can do to make your shoes actually wearable. But yet manufacturers could choose from the very beginning to make them wearable, but that's just not the business that they themselves have decided that they're in. So I am educating people on how we need to demand more from our shoes and we shouldn't accept essentially broken shoes that don't work, that are not instruments for walking and moving through life. And I demonstrated that on the live stream. And so it was a great way to get really deep in detail of how our shoe is different, how our shoe really does support you, but also educate people on how even even beyond the, also the cushion, um, the lack of cushioning with the shoe. The shoes are also cheaply made. I demonstrated how heel tips pop off and how, you know, the, <clears throat> a woman's classic heel on the outside will scrape and then you're left with this beat up looking heel after just two wears. And I showed also how our shoes have been thoughtfully made with durable parts and construction to make it where it's a durable shoe that will endure over time. So... Live, live stream was a great opportunity to share all that on this half hour real quick i was buzzing afterwards <laughs> uh the, for the rest of the day uh because it was such a jolt of energy and because it's live stream people were able to also ask questions and so we had a great q a at the end i felt a little bit like i was on qbc <laughs> i was like and sophia from you know such and such place this question and, It was really engaging, it was really great, and uh, I highly recommend it. We're going to actually do another live stream to demo the custom fitting process, so stay tuned for that, and um, we may do another live stream as well uh, with some other explanation of the shoe as we go along and we have a more final version to show everybody.
0: Oh, excited to see that. So, in the spirit of education, what advice would you give to someone else looking to kickstart their fashion project?
1: Yeah, and actually, um, fashion or any any category you choose, we actually chose the category of product design because uh, we do feel like it is a, it is a very much a change on the typical design of shoes. But for anybody starting to care, definitely get your outreach ready in advance whatever list you can tap into whether it's people you've emailed and interacted with you even on linkedin like you want to share with them this new project created um friends and family get that all ready you know because you want to let them know that this project is now live and get ready to you know have people get ready to support it have your key backers queued up for right when you go live so you can have a nice uh, hockey stick kind of change in your batters because more success began more success. So people see that you're actually selling your uh, pre-orders of your product, more people will join. Get your press list ready, your blogger list ready, get that all ready. And I can't recommend enough a team like Inventus <laughs> to have them ready to do help with your marketing and with your social media ads. People that, you know, a team that will help you write the ads, get them out there, identify your key audiences, and get the exposure you need on the worldwide stage. So all those things, definitely recommend. And, and you know, creating a product, creating an, a, an idea, it really requires really strong storytelling. That's something that we learn to fix, uh, how to communicate that product successfully. Our people really, their eyebrow was raised and they got it and they and we were able to communicate it clearly to their friends to get them to, to buy in. So having the right video and writing out a very compelling and concise Kickstarter page is very important. It doesn't have to be incredibly well produced. Like The, the, the video quality, it should be good, but it doesn't have to be the best thing ever. It really, storytelling is so key. Identify the problem and show how what you've created is a solution. That's incredibly important.
0: Excellent advice, Antonia. This is going to get us into our launch round where I'm going to rapid fire a handful of questions at you. You good to go?
1: Awesome. Yeah, I'm good to go. (laughs) So
0: what inspired you to be an entrepreneur?
1: What inspired me to be an entrepreneur is just seeing the world around me with the problems that were not being addressed. And as everything has been created by an individual, uh, I knew that it was possible to be that individual myself. And My father would bring home products he had designed and show me ways in which they were working better. I mean, in my childhood home uh, growing up, I had actually, this was back when my father worked for General Motors back when I owned Frigidaire and he worked on some of the you know projects where they did refrigerators and stoves, and whole kitchens for Frigidaire. And so in my childhood home, I had a stove and a refrigerator that my father had designed and made. And so I always knew that we could create things that this world would use and benefit from. So when it came to women's underwear, when it came to women's shoes, I knew that things could be done differently. So that's definitely part of the inspiration of being an entrepreneur.
0: If you could have a glass of wine with any entrepreneur throughout history, who would it be?
1: Um, I would love to sit down. Probably for me, it'd be coffee or tea. But I would do, <laughs> I would do a sit down for sure with Sarah Blakely. She's been an entrepreneurial hero for me. Uh, She's the founder of Spanx, and she inspired me to write the patent for the company uh, and for our first product, and just just to lead the creation of the product. She had done it herself. She didn't have a patent attorney in the beginning. She just sat down at the library with patent books and figured out how to write one, and I I was inspired by that. And I was like, you know, she could do it. She was selling copy machines, and she was also a a comedian (laughs) doing stand-up comedy, Uh, in her her free time and I was like well I come from the world of public relations and advertising and I'm a classically trained cellist that also had a bit of a pop career playing with like Carly Simon and John Forte of the Fugees and I was like so if she could do it and I got this background then I can do it too so I definitely would love to sit down with her.
0: What would be your first question for Sarah?
1: My first question for Sarah is do you want to partner up <laughs> and do something together? That was my first question for her. Yeah, that is a good. It's actually one. interesting. I I have I have met her and it was it was pretty cool. Where um, I asked, I, I talked about background with Thanks, and she was like, "Yeah, I totally know thanks. So that was really great to hear from her. I love that.
0: What book would you recommend to our audience?
1: God, what book would I recommend to the audience? There are so many. You know, I would recommend just a genre of books, really. Uh, I would recommend reading people's stories of how they built their businesses. I loved um, learning about the Guilt Group, how that got built. I think it was called Invite Only. Um, I also read the founding of Juicy Couture, uh, the founding Tony Shay's book, The Happiness, about how he went about getting Zappos up and running like really reading about how businesses are made and how they fail like repeatedly on the way to success. I remember there was a time when with thinks, we had about $10,000 left in the bank account and we really weren't sure how we were going to make payroll. And we were nine months in to a getting landing an investor. And if we didn't land an investor, it was going to be done. So if, when you read stories like this uh, that have been published about how companies got created and how they survived, you realize that the path to success is really paved with failure. So Mm -hmm. it's very inspiring to read books like that in that genre.
0: Last question in the launch round. What does the future of crowdfunding look like?
1: The future of crowdfunding, goodness. I see it continuing. I see Kickstarter and Indiegogo uh, continuing to lead the way and more people joining. I I see companies with their whole business model built on crowdfunding. I see that every product iteration that they make as a brand, they bring it to the crowdfunding community because it is such a great community to share your idea with and to get early supporters and early advocates. Yeah, I, I see it continuing um, and I see more people being empowered to bring their next great ideas to life. This world needs more solutions. So if I could end with any message for your audience, I would encourage people to really look at the world around them, see their own place in the world and their own skill set and their own ideas and just just see what, what does this world need as a solution? What could I do to contribute? And see if you could bring an idea to life, because this real, this world really does need it. This world really does need more solutions. Not not more stuff, just more solutions.
0: <laughs> I agree. Antonio, this has been awesome. Please give our audience your pitch. Tell them what you're all about, where people should go, and why they should go get some high-tech heels.
1: Awesome. Yes. We are at Antonio State, New York, where you can find a classic-looking high-heel or flat that looks classic on the outside, but feels like a sneaker on the inside. And uh, you can find us at www.AntoniaStNY.com. So it's A-N-T-O-N-I-A-S as in Sam, A-I-N-T, New York, so ny.com. com. And the Kickstarter is going live until September 3rd. There is an incredible discount right now in place where we're offering people a subsidized cost to the shoe. Uh, greatly subsidized, and and also including a custom fit service that's a $70 value for free. We're actually having technicians take a look at your measurements, analyze what the best fit will be for you, and create these shoes for you based on that data. So it's a great time to join us. Um, You can also find us on all the socials at AntoniaStNY. And uh, reach out. We'd love to hear from everybody and anybody. Every story and everybody's feet are very important to us.
0: <laughs> Indeed. We all need somewhere to stand. Um, yes, well, audience, so. <laughs> Antonia, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Audience, thanks again for tuning in. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com for all the show notes, the transcript, and links to everything we talked about today. And of course, thank you to our crowdfunding podcast sponsors, the Gadget Flow and Backer Kit. Antonia, Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you so much, Roy. This has been a pleasure. Take care you guys.
0: Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a business, world, and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, awesome. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com and tell us all about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes, our Kickstarter guide to crushing it. And of course, if you love this episode a lot, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors, entrepreneurs, and startups find this show and helps us get better guests to help you build a better business. If you need more hands-on crowdfunding strategy advice, please feel free to request a quote on inventuspartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you again next week.